You ready? You're listening to The Real Pineapple Podcast Network. which is directed by, I am going to butcher this, I am so sorry, uh, uh, Nanachka Khan is what I'm going to go with, Um, who, oh, directed, oh, uh, oh, okay, they directed, uh, they've done some work on uh, American Dad, uh, directed on Fresh Off the Boat, Uh, they're an executive producer, director, and writer on Don't Trust the Bee in Apartment 23, which is a horribly underrated show they also directed um always be my maybe which i have not watched yet i've heard i've heard good stuff about that but they're a director and writer on young rock damn they've got they've got a pedigree and they also wrote on malcolm in the middle and uh what i like about you that amanda that amanda buying show which is actually pretty underrated but this movie starts uh kiernan shipka as a jamie you most likely know uh, Kiernan from uh, Let It Snow, which uh, was a Netflix film, but then you also, I mean, most likely know her from um, Sabrina, uh, which, if you have not seen The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina, while I'm not crazy about how it ends, she's so great in that fucking role. Like, uh, I know, I guess she popped back up on uh, Riverdale uh, a couple times, but uh, yeah, I, I, I can't with Riverdale. <laughs> But, uh, but yeah, apparently she, uh, but she's, uh, she's really good on showing adventures of Sabrina. And then of course, uh, you know, her from Legend of Korra playing, uh, Janora, which, um, you know, I, I could talk about Legend of Korra, but I'm going to, I'm going to skip on that. But so this movie is very much screen meets back to the future. Like I would almost guarantee you that towel is probably pitch is screen meets back to the future. So uh, there is this infamous killer named uh, the Sweet Sixteen Killer, and this movie goes ahead and takes place in uh, West Virginia, if memory serves. And the film in particular, one thing I really like about it, just straight out the box, is it very much leans into the '80s aspects of the movie, but from our current point of view. Because there are stuff, there's stuff that Jamie experiences in here that she, <laughs> at multiple points, remarks like, "Really, this is how the 80s, 80s was? Holy shit!" Oh wow, North Vernon's in Indiana. Wow, I'm way the fuck off. <laughs> but uh, getting back to the the killer, we find out that 35 years ago, as I mentioned, um, on 10/27/87, Tiffany Clark was stabbed uh, 16 times on the night of her 16th birthday. And then her friend uh, was stabbed in a cabin in the woods. Sixteen year old Marissa Song was killed two days later. And so here's here's the thing I'm just gonna say that is very much a horror thing. I always love how when a murder takes place in this town or, or in a town that there are still people just morons who go, oh, even though this horribly tragic thing happened, let's go ahead and profit off of it. <laughs> 
and, and let's sell masks to potentially, you know, trigger PTSD because fuck your feelings. Like, it's so gross, and God, commercialism is just, capitalism just, uh, anyways. But, um, but there's a guy who goes ahead and he runs a, a Sweet 16 Killer podcast, which, of course he does, because who doesn't have a podcast now? Ha ha, ha ha. And... <laughs> But there's a guy named Chris who we find out is friends with Pam, uh, Jamie's mom, who is played by the gorgeous, talented sub girl, uh, <laughs> Julie Bowen, who, of course, you know from tons of shit, Modern Family, uh, The Fallout, uh, Horrible Bosses. Uh, uh, I, I mean, I go back to fucking Ed. Um, I think that's the name of the show. Yeah, Ed. Um uh, God, uh, you know, shit, Lost, Monk, I mean, she's, she's everywhere, I fucking love Joey Bowen, and one thing I gotta just give, um, the director, uh, uh, credit for, just right out the gate, the initial killed, uh, killed, killing scene involving Joey Bowen's Pam versus the Sweet Sixteen killer, it's fucking awesome, the way it's shot, there's a real sense of dread, and, Pam's a badass. The way that she goes ahead and she holds her fucking own. And look, I know I just binged like all the Scream films in the last six weeks, but uh, for a slasher film especially, the way this is handled was so fucking cool. And Pam goes down fucking swinging. I really... Okay, so I don't know if y'all watched, uh, or you probably do, uh, remember that show, uh, Cheaters? You remember how the guy who used to host the show got stabbed? I remember thinking, man, that is fucking terrible. But at the same time, if you're confronting people at this incredible emotional moment of confronting them, on calling them on their bullshit, I would think that some like, it's kind of a miracle he didn't have a knife pulled on him much earlier in the show. And so the fact that he went ahead, recovered, and ended up taking self-defense classes made a ton of sense. I went, yeah, you would. But Pam actually being prepared and understanding that because they didn't find that killer and they're in a small town, that she needed to be prepared. I, I appreciate that. I appreciate the fact that there's not just this dumb, well, I didn't get killed, whatever. I mean, you would have to live with that. And I, I don't see a world where that wouldn't completely affect you so i really appreciate the fact that they go ahead and establish that uh as far as um as far as uh as far as that goes so of course because the killer is still on the loose and jamie lost her mom she's on a mission to go ahead and take down the killer once and for uh once and for all and the way this works is again we get the Back to the Future elements, so, she, so Jamie gets to go back in time. Jamie goes back in time because her friend's mom, uh, Laura Creston, goes ahead and basically gives her daughter, <coughs> pardon me, Jamie's best friend, uh, the blueprint um, to go ahead and create a time machine. Uh, her best friend is played by Kelsey uh, Mawema who you probably know from the friendship game that just came out. Um, and she, uh, so yeah, she's actually getting started, uh, just getting started in her career. And I will say 
I'm a fan of hers already. She has an incredible, um, she's very quick on her feet. The way that she presents herself with dialogue, um, she comes across very personable, but very smart. She's she comes across very witty. I, I'm I'm really a fan of hers already. I hope she gets to be in more stuff. But the chemistry between uh, Shipka and uh, Moema, you buy that they're best friends. It it gave me book smart vibes in that way. Like you really do feel like they're best friends. And <clears throat> I know that I constantly kind of harp on this. One of my biggest tropes is just women being bitchy to each other for absolutely no reason. And it was really cool to see that not be a thing here. Yeah, there's high school bitchiness going on, but everyone kind of sucks in high school. So I was happy to see at least a reason for the bitchiness, but it being more subdued and played off in a more witty, snarky way that, again, the way most teenagers are. So Jamie goes ahead and goes back in time and teams up with Amelia's mom, uh, her uh of course, she's a teenager at uh, at this point when she goes back. And she's played by uh, Troy Lee Ann Johnson, who um, I didn't recognize. I didn't recognize her, but she's she's great. And one thing I will say about this movie that was really cool is seeing the people they got to play the teenage versions of the adult versions of the characters. I thought they all meshed really well but the one they knocked it out of the park with on this front is olivia holt who plays uh teen julie bowen she plays team pam uh you know olivia holt from a ton of stuff uh most likely you know her from uh i think she was in um oh my gosh why am i blanking I'm like, uh, you know from cloak and dagger most likely uh which if you've not seen cloak and dagger cloak and dagger in my opinion, ages so goddamn well, and she's so fucking cool on there. If I'm really sad that didn't get more than the two seasons it got, I, I think it only got two. But uh, check it out if you haven't seen Cloak and Dagger. It's on Hulu, I'm pretty sure still. But um, if it's not on Hulu, it's probably a Disney Plus. But uh, check out Cloak and Dagger; it fucking rules. But uh, but but Pam, what I really dig about this is that it gives jamie a rare like i mean no one could do this obviously but she gets to go back and see what her mom was and who she was um jamie and pam they got in this big fight because jamie wants to go out for friends on halloween and pam understandably so is a little paranoid about the fact that hey this is a night that you know the sweet 16 killer killed a bunch of people i don't really want you just going out with one or two friends and not being protected. And so you you get where Pam's coming from, even if she's being a little paranoid. But to see Jamie see who her mom was before all the paranoia and, you know, please carry a rape whistle and all that, I, I really like the juxtaposition because Jamie feels she's the mom because she's trying to protect <laughs> her mom uh, as a teenager from the Sweet 16 Killer and protect uh, Pam's friends, it really works well as far as the switch that has to be made. And there's just these points where uh, Shipka plays exasperated perfectly. Um, Pam meets her, um, her, uh, her dad in the past. And what's really funny about that is 
her mom even says, uh, as a teenage version of her says, you know, I don't want to be tied down. I just want to be kind of free and just kind of do my own thing. And so Jamie is paranoid about her mom in the past hooking up with her dad too early and just getting bored of them and then her potentially never being born. And the way that they go ahead and play with the rules of time travel, they do a really good job, I think, of establishing everything. Uh, Laura is very much uh, the exposition character in that sense. She's the one like spitting out the science and kind of keeping us on track. But what I what I really like about Laura is that there is a confidence in her that you only get from being a nerd. And I mean that because when Jamie starts laying out that, you know, I'm from the I'm from the future and da 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 da, Laura just goes, no, nah, this totally makes sense. And to be very weird and nerdy for a moment, to go back, uh, if y'all remember that show from like 94, 95, uh, I know they did a reboot of it, I think for Apple Plus, uh, if memory serves, but uh, Ghost Rider, uh, if you remember that show where literally there's a ghost that would write in this book for these kids and help them solve mysteries, she has that sort of uh, primary composition notebook and it's just filled with nerd ideas and you see someone's notebook like that it's very much someone who could end up working for nasa um it's really cool how she gets into kind of the nuts and bolts of time travel and establishes the rules i really really dug uh laura's character and like i said anytime it's it's really fascinating how jamie has the same chemistry with amelia that she does with her mom um you feel bad because uh, cause the mom in the present is just, she just, life is just beating her ass down. Like she's just, she's tired. She just, she just wants to be able to rest a little bit, but seeing her as a teenager, all hopeful and full of ideas and everything. It's a, it, it's nice to see how they play off each other with trying to get Jamie home, but trying to go ahead and solve this mystery. It, 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 it works really well. <laughs> this movie also very random, but it brings up one thing that, I get why people do it, but it does bother me a little bit. So, eh, I'll get to that in a second. Um, her uh, Jamie's dad, because she goes, he goes to drop her off with her friends. <laughs> goes, hey, honey, I thought you were, we were picking up your friend, and she goes, oh, I texted her we were here, and the dad just goes, well, like, why didn't you just knock? And she's like, no, I just texted her, and I went. There are pros and cons to that because. Yeah, someone just knocking on my door, I'll be the first to admit, I'm not thrilled about that shit, but, you know, if I'm recording or something, I might need to hear a doorbell, but also, if someone texts me, I appreciate the fact that you're not going to freak my cats out, so, bit of a double-edged sword, but I, I appreciate that that's at least a conversation that's had in this movie, because I don't think people bring that up nearly enough, but one thing that I really I, I dug about this is the way that time is explained. Uh, they explain that time is like a river and without getting too much more into spoilers, it leads to some interesting consequences, some stuff that's established at the beginning of the film that we think would pertain and be the same in, in the past, we find out is not the case. And the actual reason and actual killer, that was something I was actually very surprised by in the best way. There is one thing that I think, uh, okay, that's too much of a spoiler. When you get to the end, 
as far as the killer, I, I think you'll you'll get what I mean. I think if they switched one thing as far as how it's presented, it would have kind of made people go like, oh, okay. But in this way, the order they do this thing, I went, oh, okay. I think that if you'd switch, these, switch this thing, it would have come across better. But I love the kills in this. The kills in this are brutal. They're very Scream-esque. Um, as I mentioned, I think Jamie is an amazing main character. She's fucking funny, and as I mentioned how she plays exasperated, uh, Shipka nails that shit, but she is very, it, it, she's in her Nancy Drew kind of vibe, and it, it works really well for her, and I hope we can see uh, Kieran and uh, Shipka and more stuff. Uh, Olivia Holt, this this might be her movie. It, between her and Shipka, they go back and forth, but there's a lot of surprises in here. Um, I was very happy to see uh, Liana Liberato playing uh, Tiffany. Again, playing a, playing a promiscuous friend, which I, I mean, you know, sup girl, but I, <laughs> but she has some great lines. Um, the actual kills, I know I mentioned that they're brutal, but I really like the variety of said kills. I think it works really well as far as the actual location. Um, some the, the choreography on these fights and on the, the kills, I think, is really well handled. And it's very fun to see how they explore how things from the 80s are just not the same at all today. There's a point where Jamie goes up to... The attendant's office is like, yeah, so I need to drop something off with my friend. Um, you know, we happen to be like, she's trying to make an excuse for why to get asked about this certain classroom to go to. And the, and the secretary just gives her the information. She just goes, oh, yeah, she's in this room. And you see Jamie kind of look at her like, wow, you shouldn't be giving me that personal information. But getting my final thoughts here, I think if the Wrath of Becky hadn't come out this year... Because I do just like that a little more. But as I say that, this is like right there with it. It Like they're both, like they would be a very fun companion piece. I know, you know, Back to the Future is its own thing. But I think if you watched Becky and then Totally Killer and then The Wrath of Becky, I think that'd be an awesome uh, girl power trip, uh, triple feature. I... I dug this a lot. Like, it's going to be an honor honorable mention on my best stuff. I don't think it'll crack the list. Um, but, man, I had a blast with this. This will be something that I put in the Halloween rotation. And I will just say before I give my grade, that is one thing, like, the real the real scary series. I've done it, you know, for the last, I won't say, for like, four or five years. But one thing that I've really appreciated about doing this film series each year is I get to discover stuff or rediscover stuff that I just haven't watched before and it's it's really cool it's really cool to be able to get into more into the uh, the horror genre a little bit so this was a blast I had so much fun with this this is a solid A if you haven't checked it out it's on Prime Video well worth your time absolute blast uh, totally killer had so much fun with this but totally killer what'd you think of it let us know in the comments you can follow yours truly on the Twitter at jhunterrealpineapple. Uh, you can also follow me on TikTok at uh, jhunterrealpineapple. Uh, follow me on Blue Sky at uh, uh, realpineapple.bsky.social. Got a question for the show? Got a review request? Just want to say hi? Shoot me an email. You can uh, email me at jhunter at realpineapple.com. 
You can follow me on Letterboxd at Black Shazam. Uh, go ahead and subscribe to us on YouTube. You can find us on YouTube at The Real Pineapple. That's, again, is R-E-E-L, Pineapple. Uh, don't forget to like, share, and subscribe uh, and rate the podcast. It definitely helps us out. You can find us on SoundCloud, Apple Google Podcasts, Podbean, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Amazon Music, TuneUp, and Samsung Podcast at The Real Pineapple. Um... And you can follow me on Twitch at twitch.tv slash jhunterrealpineapple. I'm going to be hopping on there on the 29th, which is a Sunday, a week from tomorrow, actually. Uh, might be a short stream for the first one, but I'm going to go ahead and talk about some of my favorite uh, reviews that I've done this year as far as uh, my best of currently. Going to talk some Halloween stuff. Might play some Alan Wake. Uh, yeah, that's going to be a fun stream, but I'm excited to bring that to y'all. But uh, before the end of the month, I will have a review for all the Scream films. I'm real excited to bring those to y'all. And then I'm, uh, I'll have some some thoughts on Spider-Man 2, the game. I'm uh, playing through that right now. I'm probably going to be playing that tonight. But uh, yeah, got, got, uh, got a lot of stuff coming down the pipeline for y'all. And as we get to November, I'll have a review up for Invincible Season 1. I'm going to start that this next week. Uh, leading up to Invincible Season 2, which kicks off on november 3rd but everyone thank you so much for listening stay safe out there take care of each other get your covid uh, booster and get your flu shot we're heading to those winter months want y'all to be safe but again never forget as always to keep it real Ooh.